Hello and welcome to The Slice, your bite-sized segments to inform and inspire. This is the powerful way to start your day. Yay, guys, thanks for joining us. We're so excited to have you here. And thank you so much for all the support that you've given us so far. It has been overwhelming and we're really, really thankful. So just thank you so much. So welcome to our episode number three. Very exciting. I am Megan Morass, as you know. And I am joined by the wonderful Tara Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I love that. What are we talking about today, Tara? Today we're talking all about self-love. It Mm. is at time this goes out, it's basically Valentine's Day. Oh, and of course, yeah. Um, you know, it's can be a complicated day for people in dreamy loving relationships never mind you know people who might be yeah feeling like they should be or whatever so um we decided to make this episode all about the most important relationship in your life the one you have with yourself yes and, and also the hardest relationship potentially it's su- it can be such a complicated difficult relationship and I suppose there's so much to learn from that mm. about you know, when the other relationships in your life are complicated as well. Yeah. That, you know, that's just the nature of relationships. And it's interesting, you've made me just think now about sex education at school and relationships, I don't know, even if they were a topic, I can't, I certainly can't remember them, but actually the building of a relationship which has intimacy, care, love, acceptance, or with yourself mm. is so fundamental, but yet we're, we're not really taught how to do that, are we? Unless it comes Certainly from our Certainly not in our day. <laughs> Who knows what they're teaching in schools these days? <laughs> yeah, tell us. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, tell us, let us know if you're at school, what, they, what they've been teaching you. You can get in touch with us on social. On Twitter, we are at the slice underscore tweet. And on Instagram, we are at the slice podcast. As Megan mentioned, we've had some really lovely support, mostly from our friends and family at this point. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> yeah, really but it's lovely nice to, to receive, nonetheless. Yeah, really, really nice. So thank you, everyone, who's been sending us little messages of support. Uh, not one has gone unnoticed. So I'm going to open up today with an inspirational quote from uh, someone I think. The hero. (laughs) Yeah, the mother, (laughs) RuPaul. And for anyone who's a RuPaul's Drag Race fan, they will know already exactly what I'm going to say. RuPaul famously ends every episode with the quote, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen! And um, I was kind of raised with a very similar mantra from my mother, my (laughs) biological mother. And um, yeah, she always said to me, you know, you have to love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, how can anyone else love you? Yeah. Um, Which I think is probably a bit harsh. She was quite harsh, my mum. But but still, it is a very important relationship to cultivate before you. And probably especially if you're looking for love elsewhere as well. Well, self-love is obviously the absolute opposite of self-harm and self-hatred. And those are the things that really pull you down and Mm. stop you growing and having abundance and moving forward with your life. So actually, there's a lot of discourse about self-harm and self-hatred. But actually, let's talk a little bit more about how we can love ourselves. Yeah. So the first step really is um, self-acceptance 
and that's something that you can do today yeah. there's no need to delay self-acceptance any longer because that is exactly what it's about it's accepting you as you are in this moment here and now your weight your age your relationship status your job everything that you are right now yeah. is enough yeah and it's and it's loving you for all of those things, all the complexities you might have in your in your personality, and just accepting you yourself as you are now. And we understand how hard that is because obviously on day to day you are fed so many narratives well, across media, social media. You need this car, yeah. you need this look, you need these friends, you need this social life. Yeah, and even in the wellness and well-being industry, there is a lot of focus on achieve it's very goal oriented. Yeah. yeah. So it especially like around weight or around um cutting things out, I find is a big yeah, thing. eliminations. Mm. Things like that. It's like when once I achieve, once I've done this, yeah. then I'm gonna be veganuary, dry January, you name it. We've created a system to make ourselves better and move from what we are right now. Yeah, and I would say you know all of those things can can be very beneficial. Yeah, not 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 working on that. It should always it, 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 it's it comes back to that this is the most important relationship, and it should always take precedent over everything else. Mm-hmm. Everything should be coming from a place of self love, and yeah. I mean with the topic of food, it's very interesting when you're motivated, for example, to eat a healthy diet from a place of self-love where you are nurturing your body giving it the nutrients it needs taking joy in that rather than from a place of like punishment and and then using the unhealthy foods as a reward yeah big time reframe exactly so the 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 next step I guess in our in our self-love journey that we're going to cover today is self-talk and a lot of And what I mean by self-talk is the way that we talk to ourselves both internally Mm. and out loud. Mm. And um, what you might not have noticed this before, some of you will probably be familiar with it already, but for those who haven't noticed before, um, it can be quite a kind of almost scary eye-opening thing to suddenly realise the way that we speak to ourselves uh, is, is not very loving. Yeah. massively so an example could be so like say you're having a really stressful morning and you're flapping about and you know you haven't you haven't got everything ready and then you get out the door and then you've forgotten something you try and get back in and you can't get in and you have a nervous breakdown on the doorstep Mm. speaking from personal experience yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) in that moment it could if if you even if you haven't been there if you imagine so often for us the first place that we could go is oh my god I'm a disaster I'm a mess I'm a failure why did I do that blah 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 down a real downward spiral into actually being like almost borderline abusive to ourselves if you could hear it on a record yeah and a a way that we would never speak to a friend yeah and so um the the first step really in um in cultivating like a loving self-talk is to try and be conscious about speaking to ourselves in the way that we would a friend if you saw a friend on her knees on her doorstep having an awful morning what how would you encourage her Mm. and you know you would say like hold on babe stop for a minute 
take a deep breath. Yeah. You can do this. You're a brilliant, bright, wonderful woman. You forgot your keys Shit or whatever. Happens. Whatever it is that yeah. happened, like that's one little speck on an otherwise wonderful person and just let it go. I am so, so guilty for this. I've actually named the voice in my head. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Weirdly, it's he. It's he, okay, he. okay. He's called Richard because I've kind of personified him as Richard Branson. No offense, <laughs> Richard, if you ever listen. I think you should be flattered. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But it's a really negative voice. It's so you're not working hard enough. You're not okay. going to the gym enough. You're not trying hard enough you're not striving you're not making enough money you're not successful enough and it's really weird because it's a really horrible voice and you've just made if I was if I verbalized that voice to a friend Mm. I wouldn't have a friend anymore yeah they would ditch me for sure yeah so why on earth am I saying that to myself every day yeah also I think it's really difficult because sometimes I confuse Richard for being helpful Yes, of course, yeah. Because, you know, sometimes... You think he's motivational. Yeah, but actually, motivation is positive. Yeah. And that isn't motivational no, at all. Because it's stressful and exhausting. Yeah, I'm go- next time Richard crops up, I'm going to be like, you are right, mate? Like a sandwich? Do you want to chill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to welcome him with open arms and just be kind. And that's yeah. what you're saying, isn't it? Well, I would say in that instance, it's actually... Uh, not necessarily welcoming and being kind to Richard. Mm. It's Richard needs to be welcoming and kind to you. How can I tell him what to say, though, babe? I mean, maybe he needs to tell Richard to fuck off. <laughs> maybe <I'm laughs> Invite someone else round. <laughs> yeah, maybe I want Rodriguez or something. Oh, he sounds much better already. <laughs> okay, side note, side note. <laughs> yeah, so... So basically, self-talk is the way that we talk to ourselves. And if we can begin to observe the bad habits, perhaps, that we have mm. and try and do some things to cultivate good habits, yeah, like affirmations and things like that. Mm. But I actually think the most important thing is just the awareness, because as soon as you yeah. see the awareness, you check yourself and then you forget. The important thing is as well, don't let this become another thing that you berate yourself for. What have Richard? So if you've got a Richard, for example, or if you've got some negative self-talk going on, Mm. don't then let that become like another thing that you're rubbish at. Yeah, for sure. You just hear it, forgive it, and let it go. And then reconfirm whatever the message was. Yeah. If the message is saying like, you're an idiot because you didn't get out the door on time, hear it. You don't need that. Let it go. Forgive yourself. All you were trying to do was try and get yourself to be the best version of yourself, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, what's actually going to (laughs) work? Being kind and patient and forgiving and loving to yourself. Yeah. And move on. Okay, I love that. Yes. So, So that's the talk. Now, the most important thing is, well, not the most important thing, The next important thing is is action. Yes. So the next thing in our little self-love methodology, I suppose, not that we want to coin that, um, is self-care. And actually, the definition of self-care really surprised me because it is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's health. And the main thing for me there is taking action action yeah i.e you've got to do something about it this isn't something where you can just sit still watch netflix and be like yeah i'm looking after myself this is great i'm chilling out it's actual movement it's actually making a decision to 
look after yourself. Yeah. So a few things that we thought we'd give you some tips on looking after yourself. I mean, a few things that I try and do, I try and go swimming once a week because I really enjoy it. Tara laughed at this earlier, but I also make time to masturbate because it's really important. I just important. love that you have to schedule it in. <laughs> That's what Megan's life is like, just to schedule it, scheduling her wanking sessions. <laughs> um, massages are amazing. Yeah. And also acupuncture, which is something Tara is a huge fan of. But also something that I think is really, really useful is creating a taking care list. Mm. So if you write down all the things that you can do to make yourself feel precious, feel loved, feel nurtured. It might be just spending an afternoon reading because you really enjoy reading. Or it might be going to bed early with a hot water bottle. Mm -hmm. Or it might be buying a new pair of slippers. Mm -hmm. It might be creating just a cozy or a comforting or a safe environment. It might be tidying your underwear drawer (laughs) it could be all these things but they're all self-care because they're looking after you and the environment that you're in and thinking about what is going to make you happy and doing it with the intention as well it's it's what you have in mind while you're doing these things that you're doing it from a place of taking care of yourself it's a gift to yourself not another thing on the to-do list Not like, don't make this list and then be like, oh my God, how am I going to fit in time for all of these things around everything else? Like it's, it's about, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's something that makes you feel good and you're, and that you're making time for it with the intention that, that it, this is your time. Yeah. And I think a really good example of taking action with intention, I'm going to steal this from Davina McCall. Um, because I was listening to her on Fern Cotton's podcast, which is amazing, by the way. Props to Fern Cotton. Anyway, in her um, book, Davina McCall's book, she's talking about her overcoming her uh, drugs addiction. And she went to Narcotics Anonymous. And in NA, you get a sponsor. And one of the first things her sponsor asked her to do was every morning and every night, pick up a mirror, look at her face in the mirror and say, I love you. And Davina was talking about how she really couldn't do that. Mm. She she just didn't do it. And then her sponsor said, okay, well, let's start with I like you. And she couldn't do that for the first bit. And then she did it and she had to build up to I love you. But it's interesting, isn't it, that just the action of saying to yourself in the mirror, I love you, I accept you, I am... That is a form of self-care. Absolutely. You've got to you've got to verbalize that. You've got to let yourself know that you are looking after yourself. Yeah. I think that's a really important and thing. And nurture that relationship like you would like it's important to yeah. tell your partner that you love them or your family or your friends, you know. You've got to do it for you've yourself. You've got to do it for yourself as well. Your mum's words ringing true again <laughs> right here. Um, you were telling me a story earlier about that and how you were in a difficult situation and you had to give yourself self-love. Yeah, so I had this experience quite a few years ago now where um, I was having some stress-induced illness problems and mm-hmm. one of the things that happened was I came out in a load of boils all over my body and I'm talking like huge, disgusting, sore mm pussy boils and it was um at a time when I was like really depressed really stressed out and um I was in the shower and I basically 
could see them and I hated them. Mm. I hated them. I was looking at them and I was washing myself, but I was like, just hated all these boils. And and then I broke down into a mess. Mm. Um, And my partner found me and he called a family member who's really supportive, encouraging family member. And she said to me on the phone, you're going to get back in the shower and you are going to tell all of those boils one by one that you love them and you're going to kiss them. That is such an interesting, I mean, now we've had this conversation, totally right approach, but yeah. in that moment, what the, the, do you know I what I mean? I have to say, because it was so bizarre in mm. the moment, it also, in a way, it was like a, I was on a path and it just shook everything up. Yeah. You know, because I was in this path of this like repeated patterned behavior. And it was so bizarre that it just sent this other trajectory. Yeah. So I got I got in the shower and also I was so lost and low that I needed someone to give me just direction like that. Yeah. 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 And so I, you know, got back in the shower. She said to kiss them all. And the ones that I couldn't reach because I had some on my bum. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Not like on my asshole, but like on my okay, bum Okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> she said to kiss my hand and touch them to put the kiss on them so that they got the kiss. Oh. And each one of them tell them, I love you. We're going to get through this. That's amazing. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And then the next day they started going away. That is in. Same. It was like magic. And I honestly, it stayed with me so much. And I, I tried to apply that mm. a lot with all the other kind of issues that I've had with my health, where it's like you take, instead of directing hatred at my own body, yeah, I, I direct love even at the thing that is causing a, you a pain. Problem, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and be, you know, your body is you. Yeah. You know, so even if it's cellulite or you know, a scar or something, you know, just give it love. Yeah. You love it. Kiss it if you can. Yeah. Kiss your hand, touch it. I love you. Yeah. You know, we're in this together. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so our fourth and very important element to our methodology, which we will recap at the end for you, is self-pleasure. Again, This is the act of pleasing or satisfying oneself. That for me is amazing because I feel like the word I should really is counteractive to that. Yes. As in, I feel as though I should be doing all these things Mm. to improve everything all the time. I, You know, someone once said to me, I was doing this uh, diet, and she said, I want you to just eat what you want. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so hard. I was like, what 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 sorry? <laughs> Can you define what you mean? And she was like, well, when you fancy something, but I'd never actually eaten like that. I'd eaten what was healthy, you know, what I should eat from the fridge because it's left over, what I should eat depending on my finances. I'd never actually listened to my stomach mm. and thought, I want to enjoy this. So Anyway, side note, no need to go on about that. But that act of um, doing something purely for your own gratification is so, so important. Um, And actually, just talking about a few things here of learning how to self-pleasure, there's an amazing Let's just be clear. She's talking about masturbation. Yeah. 
I was coming on to that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, she keeps her going self-pleasure after talking about I know, eating. food. I know, no, no. <laughs> um, so basically, there's this book called Pussy, which um, is written by this woman in New York called Mama Gina. Stay with me. Okay. Love it. On my wedding day, I gave it to all my bridesmaids and they literally oh, looked at it and they were like, thanks. <laughs> this is great. I don't know if any of them have read, the, read it. If they had, I would Tweet us, guys, it. if you've read the book. <laughs> I know all six of you are listening, however many there was. But it's, it's really interesting because it, it basically provides you – it's a workbook and it provides you tools and practices – to yes to masturbate but also to engage with your own pleasure it's like conscious masturbation yes because there's a huge element and we were talking about it earlier in terms of self-care and the rituals around that that is a huge part of self-pleasure mm. you've got to do the setup all the kisses all the glances all the woo yourself you've got to woo yourself and that moment when you're looking in the mirror and saying i love you that is part of self-pleasure that's leading you up to it. Anyway, this book is amazing. You have to go read it. There's also another book by Naomi Wolf, who is an amazing feminist. She um, wrote a book called Vagina. It is the most in-depth observation and historic, I suppose, profiling of the vulva and everything involved in it. It gives you loads of insane facts like your um, clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings in it, which is twice as many as the penis. It is the only human organ that is made purely for pleasure. And she actually, through her book, argues that continued stimulation or regular self-pleasure helps you be more creative, creates mm, um, neuro pathways between the left and right side of your brain, again, so that you are more switched on, potentially even more productive, she suggests, but there isn't a huge amount of research around it. She also says that if you um, self-pleasure regularly, your colors in your eyes become more vibrant, Ooh. so you see things more clearer, which is in sane and actually I don't know if it was a bit of you know when you're reading something and you're like oh my god yeah that's happened to me that's what happened when I was reading this book but it I you know it's a it's a hefty book when you look at it you're like oh god I don't know if I want to read it but it is just so interesting so you guys should go and 100% go and read it and also another tool which I think is amazing is omgs.com and that is all about learning how to masturbate. It's an insane website. You can go onto it and all these amazing women talk you through their masturbation rituals and they've created names for the different methods of masturbation. So the stroking method, the circular method, loads and loads of different things. So if you're feeling a little bit nervous about experimenting or you, you don't really know what to do or you have been doing the same old thing for years and it's just boring as fuck or whatever it's an amazing platform that really is like demystifying it because we actually have a lot of vernacular and um linguistically we have a lot of words for male gratification and masturbation but actually we don't really have that many for female so this is a really good website as well to start people talking about it a little bit more freely so go check that out um and an another thing I think in terms of self-pleasure is to really connect with your genitalia 
Mm. So many women haven't even looked at themselves yeah. in the mirror. And there's a real um, kind of taboo and stigma, actually, I think, around there's a disconnection in our big society. Time. Big time disconnection, yeah. Actually, I went on this. You might think this a bit strange, but I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> I went on this um, sexual woman course. Basically, when you guys get to know me a little bit more, you'll understand that I just do really weird stuff all the time. And then I'll come and talk to you about it. So it's fine. Um, I went on this like sexual woman course, which was a two day course, which was billed as connecting you to your inner sexual goddess. Love. Love. So for me, that's like some kind of Amazonian woman, like with strength, maybe with a hammer in her hand. I don't really know, but I'm into that. Anyway, as part of this uh, journey, we there was all these women in a room. I'd never met any of them before. And one of the um, actions we had to do to increase this kind of ability to understand what we wanted to do self-pleasure-wise was look at her vagina for 15 minutes. Someone else's. Yeah, Whose? Well, I can't tell you. Oh, yeah, of course. Not. <laughs> to protect her identity. But um, just a random person random, who's taking part in yeah, the course. Yeah, so yeah. So it could have been you. Could have been. Oh, yeah. Well, no. She also had to look at my vagina for 15 oh, minutes. Oh, you did takey turnsies. We did takey turnsies. <laughs> but it was such an interesting situation because, honestly, I mean, have you ever looked at a vagina for 15 minutes? No. Not even my own for 15 minutes. I think that's what it is. I mean, obviously, if you've been in a sexual relationship with someone with a vagina, then great, yes. But you've probably been there for a reason. You're going to make that baby sing. You're not just staring at it. You're not just looking at it. (laughs) And actually, it's a really good practice. And one of the things that I took away from this course was that if you are in a relationship with someone or, you know, you want to... um, create a better relationship with yourself spending some time just looking at yourself and getting used to the way you look and accepting it Mm. really is an amazing form of self-pleasure and self-love and self-love so guys just to recap on our topic of self-love today a few things that you need to do the first one is self-acceptance the second one self-talk the third self-care and the last self-pleasure yay we love you guys please join us next week we hope you've enjoyed and make sure you love yourself this valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) 